Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to Big Black Girl, Small Kink World. I'm Nisi, and it's been a while. <laughs> I actually already, um, <laughs> I already sort of recorded this, uh, this episode, but <laughs> like weeks ago. But then the end of the world happened. Okay, not the end of the world, obviously, but uh, I'm in California, as a lot of you know, and the whole state's on fire, basically. And I actually live uh, in the Bay Area, so there's a few fires surrounding me right now, and it has just been a lot emotionally. <laughs> it's been not just that, but like we're also in a pandemic, so like the only things I was really doing to... Oh, we'll get into that. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome in. <laughs> I have cuddled into my covers in a sexy way, not in a weird I've been here for hours way. And, um, you know, I, I may have been drinking and I just decided that it was finally time to post again. So here we are. Today's episode, episode 12, y'all. Thank you for staying and listening to me ramble about my experiences with sexuality and sex and gender and all these things. Um, episode 12 is about safety. And it's a little bit more serious because I feel like right now is it's so important to deal, to, to work in self-care and to work on you know, protecting yourself from a number of things. And safety is huge right now for oh, all the reasons. So I'm going to just jump right, in, right on in and then tell you the story of what inspired this specific episode. So I'm on Fat Life, you know, doing my thing, posting some pictures, you know, getting some comments, liking some stuff, whatever, living my life. And, you know, a, a, an attractive male member uh, <laughs> messages me and you know he's hot he's a hot dude he's got a great body mm. lives kind of far away you know um, but he seemed very cool and genuine we had been talking for a little bit of time a few weeks I think and we had decided to hang out before the pandemic hit then the pandemic hit so this is like a while ago then the pandemic hit, and in March is when I really started to feel it. Um, my company, actually, like the, the place that I have my big girl job, a couple of people had actually gotten, uh, were traveling and had actually gotten sick at the end of February. So by the time March came, when everybody was start, when all the states were starting to lock down, I was already working from home, and I was already pretty com like comfortable, not like comfortable working from home because I'm a social butterfly, but I was already pretty ready to just be like, I'm probably not going to be seeing any new people. You know, because it just, you know, didn't seem safe. Like, <laughs> guys, there's no dick out there that is going to make me test my safety. So, <laughs> so you know, when I, when this guy was like, oh, let's meet up. And we're like two, two weeks, two to three weeks into quarantine. I was like, hmm, yikes. But, you know, I didn't read too much into it. I did see like a lot of men still messaging to hook up, still seeing if parties were happening. Like, it just seemed ridiculous to me because... Safety is so important, um, and it, it kind of made me sort of think that maybe, maybe this is just a stereotype. I, I do know a lot of men, or a few men that I do talk to, that have been quarantining and have been serious about about COVID and things like that. But who I've also seen so many men who don't seem to give a fuck, 
And it just sort of reminds me about, it reminds me of like safety in all the ways. Like, you know, we're talking about sex and kink on this, on this podcast mainly. And there's, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're a slut, okay, like me, and you're ethic, ethical, ethic, <laughs> and you're ethical, then like, you're often talking about safety. And, and it's funny, because, you know, I'm also into lots of kinks, and some of them can be, I guess, what others would consider unsafe. So in that regard, thanks to my good friend, Lou, we call that um, risk aware, you know, because because you understand, and I, and I would say, the, the sex that people are having during the pandemic, because they understand what the risks are, they are risk aware, not really being safe because you could, you know, anybody could be a potential carrier and like it takes two weeks to to really know. So like, <laughs> so like, obviously, you know, you could catch it if you hook up with literally anybody, if you go to work, if you are an essential, um, an essential employee, you know, like all of those things, you could catch it easily. Um, you know, especially if you're not washing your hands and all those things. So this man <laughs> that I was talking to, um, this was I think three weeks into the quarantine, he's asking to hook up. And I was like, mm, huh, super quarantined, cannot do that. And then, you know, when we went a little bit without talking and then the state closed and opened. And during that little soft open where everybody got sick again, um... <laughs> capitalism am I right anyway um during that time he messaged me again he was like we should hook up and and then I you know a couple weeks later I was like yeah we should hook up because you know by that time the state's open it seems like things are getting a little light and I and I uh, I'll say like I had only been with two men and these are men that I've known you know who would definitely be safe with me who I've known for years so I was only with those two men and only one regularly. And that was even, I wouldn't say regular, regular. It was maybe like once every two weeks. So I felt like I was being pretty safe. Me and those partners were in constant communication about safety. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know. And then, you know, I was like asking him about his safety. Because to me, that's important. If we're going to hook up, we need to have a conversation about whether or not you're protecting yourself. And I do this with with everyone. I don't know if I've said this before on the show, but I have like a list. Okay, I have a list of things that I ask almost every man I'm about to fuck. It's not just, you know, like, how tall are you? You know, it's not like those things. It's like, are you racist? Are you sure you're not racist? Do you like fat girls? Are you sure you like fat girls? You know, it's like, you know, how many fat girls have you been with? Have you been with a fat black girl before? Like, I need to know because... There's things that, like, there's just things that you would know fucking a, fucking a fat girl. You know, there's things you would know fucking a black girl. <laughs> you know, like, if you've done it before, you're like, oh, I shouldn't touch her hair unless she says it's okay. Or, you know, so that I don't have to have that conversation. You know, so unless, I, unless I'm really interested in it, I'll still have that conversation. But I like to know ahead of time what I'm walking into. So, <laughs> so we're talking about safety. And I'm like, okay, so... Have you been wearing your mask or like you're an essential employee? So like, how have you been protecting yourself? And he was like, honestly, I think people are making this too big of a, of a deal. And I was like, hmm, so we're six, we're about six-ish months or I'll say maybe like five, six, some, some amount of longer than three months into this pandemic. And this man is really telling me this grown man who has the ability to Google who has the ability to see around the world that this is a global pandemic. 
he is literally telling me that this is getting blown out of proportion. Little context here. Um, one of my friends, uh, not a, not a close friend, but somebody that I've been talking to pretty recently for a, a you know a lot. Her mother just got sick and died from COVID. I know other people whose parents, grandparents, family members, aunts, uncles, who have gotten sick, who have died. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> and you don't understand, okay? My soul, I don't know if you've seen this meme. It's like a, it's like some picture of like an old black lady and it just says like, heavy negro sigh and i understand like that's problematic in, for other people to use but for me it was it's accurate at the moment because i was like he is so attractive okay you don't understand it's super rare to find like a bisexual black male who's like really interested in like all the things he wants to share and like also wants to give up dominance sometimes oh my god he sound he sounded like a dream and apparently it's too good to be true okay but like man so I was super, super, super interested. And then he said that and I was like, oh no. Because at that point, I know he's not being safe enough. I'm I'm huge on safety, unless I know you. No, I'm huge on safety, here's the thing. I'm huge on being risk aware. I'm huge on making sure that people feel comfortable and feel safe. So like, part of that for me is when I'm talking to men, you know, and if we're doing a scene that involves, um, you know, no condoms or, or whatever we've decided to do together. I make sure that he knows that like, I don't, I'm not interested in having children. I'm, I'm on birth control. I am, you know, these are the things that I am bringing so that we can have, like, these are things I'm doing so that we can have fun. And I want you to know so that you're, that you're not worried. You know what I mean? I'm not, this is fine. I'm not going to lie to you. We're, we're cool. And I feel like everybody should approach sex that way. Like, let's be upfront about it. Let's do this and let's do that. Let's talk it through and make sure we're all on the same page so you know i decided to like ask a little bit more about it because who knows he might he might think that but still be wearing his mask he might be you know so i ask a bit more and i'm like what do you what do you mean he's like well well due to my essential job you know i'm touching all kinds of things that people are people are dealing with and and i'm like out there and i haven't gotten sick yet and i was just like i mean okay but like there are people dying and like why would people make this up why would like what what's the motive to make this up all over the planet like I, I can understand if it was only happening in the United States then okay maybe that would be a viable conspiracy theory and, and listen I am a I'm black so I love a good conspiracy theory and I don't know if you guys understand that that's a stereotype but like it's a good one <laughs> it's a funny one but like in general, it's like a stereotype because so many horrible things have happened to black people in this country that seem unbelievable, like, you know, like human experimentation and like Negro zoos, like just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I've already like talked to you guys about like in the Reese play episode, right? All that weird shit happens. So black people are pretty like skeptical when it comes to stuff. Like obviously all of my family is like, if they come out with the vaccine, we not taking it, <laughs> that kind of stuff, because it's really tough to trust this government because obviously they fucked us over so many times agreed but this is global like there's there are other countries who handled it better obviously because our leadership is just yikes but there are other countries who were in straight up panic <laughs> you know so I, I can't i can't believe that it's a hoax it doesn't make any sense for it to be a global hoax of course if you believe in the new world order and all these kinds of things then maybe but still does it, does it change anything to wear a mask and gloves and just be safe? You know, just, just in case. 
So, you know, that really turned me off of him. Like, even though I'm, he was super attractive and I was so into, the, like, him and his personality and things, as soon as we had that conversation, it was like, it was like, I don't know, it was like his... It, it was like he just fell into pieces. Like, just like, well, I don't like you anymore, you know? Um, so yeah, I, it, it was a tough, it's a tough time, you know? And I, I was really sad about that. But it, it, it did bring up a very important point about safety in general, like being risk aware in general. Why aren't, why aren't we taking it serious enough in this country, you know? I, I, I'm not sure, but I try very hard to take it seriously, I have been quarantined most of the time. I do go out to go to the store mostly, but, you know, when I do see my friends, likely on the weekend, maybe like two or three at a time, we're wearing masks, you know, and all that stuff. And I, I appreciate the people in my life who are trying to make sure that I stay safe. So I want to make sure that they stay safe and healthy as well. So now that we've gotten into the pandemic, <laughs> just, just dived right in. Um, I thought we, you know, maybe I'll discuss a little bit what I've been doing during the pandemic, the pandemic, and, you know, um, I am very kinky, and I have been eager to, like, go to parties and stuff, but obviously, because of the pandemic, I'm not going, even though people have invited me, even though there were, you know, commitments made, it just, it doesn't seem right to, to go to a public, a very public place, and be in a space where lots of people will be heavy breathing, talking, laughing, like, you know, desperately, I do not want to get sick. So I stopped doing that. And like I said, I mostly stopped seeing other people because like during the beginning, especially um, because I just, you know, I just wanted to be safe and I have a roommate. So I had to consider her, uh, her feelings as well. I did end up getting tested for COVID due to an issue where uh, one of our neighbors actually uh, caught COVID and was actually in our space, so I had to get get tested for that, and it was interesting. It hurts a little bit, but it was interesting. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It, it's that's what's been going on mostly, just trying to like work from home, trying to keep things you know stable, and not losing my mind. <laughs> I've been coping with music and Netflix and HBO Max because so many good shows and movies exist. Um. And it's been, it's been exciting. Like I've had a lot, I mean, it, it's also helped me kind of get a gauge on what I want to do in my life. Well, that has a lot more to do with the protests and things that were going on. So I finally have, you know, a better idea. Like quarantine allowed me to focus my, my, my many thoughts and goals and things that I've wanted to try or whatever. Like, for example, I've always wanted to try yoga, but uh, something was always stopping me. So I decided, okay, let me just buy a yoga mat. Let me just get into it. You know, I have all this time. I have nothing else to really do other than to, you know, try these new things and work on myself and grow a little bit. So that's what I decided to do. And it was it was really fun. It was great. And I'm still, you know, getting the, use, getting the hang of it and everything. But, um, but uh, yeah, it's exciting. Um... So that's kind of what I wanted to discuss. I do want to go into safety as well. I've already had sort of like a safety episode where I let you guys know that I am, you know, an ethical slut. So I do things where, you know, I get tested every three months. I make sure that I, my that the people who are fucking me know what my results are, whether I show them or speak to them about it um, openly or we get tested together. I've done that before. That was been interesting. Um, yeah, so I mean... All of that, I said all of that to make sure that, you know, when we're having these safety conversations, whether it be for the pandemic in general or just 
or just safety <laughs> because we're also having kinky risk aware sex and we need to just make sure everybody is really aware of the risks for example i'm sure we've talked about it here before but god do i love a good cream pie <laughs> man who guys takes me all the way back love it um <clears throat> so for, before that to happen i often make sure i have conversations with the men that I'm hooking up with, um, making sure that they're safe, that I'm safe, that they understand that I'm not trying to have their children, you know, that if there were a baby to be made from this, uh, mm, that's going to be up to me, you know, all those things. And, and so, you know, so that we're all comfortable and having a good time. And, and that's mainly my goal. Ob obviously one of my goals is to be like an unforgettable sexy playmate, but the other half is to make sure the people that are with me are comfortable and having a good time. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that I would sort of go over, uh, <laughs> start like a new segment called, that's not cute. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd throw in some stereotypical flair, girl. Um, so yeah, I thought this would be a perfect time to debut this segment because, you know, we're talking about safety and there are some safety things that, man, people just, whew, people just look over and, you know, it's actually going to mesh into hygiene too because it's not cute to not wash your hands. Even if you don't touch your dick when you pee, it's just not cute. Um, <laughs> so, so one thing that is just not cute, girl, is uh, not caring about your safety. Um, I had this one conversation with a guy who was interested in hooking up and when i asked him about safety he lied about getting tested multiple times in the same conversation like in a 10 minute span i asked him when was the last time he was tested and he said something like a month ago and i was like okay i mean so you know or, or no he said something like three months ago something like that and i was like oh, okay so then you'll be you know retesting soon because you know get tested three to six months like because that's you know herpes kind of comes out comes around i mean it could never show it could you could have herpes active and it would never show you know no like blisters or anything but you know it takes about three to six months usually to show up at some like regularly so that's when like in my head i'm like i need to get tested every three to six months just to make sure so I was like, oh, so you're probably going to go in again <laughs> at some point. And he was like, why? I was tested a month ago. And I was just like, what? Okay, you're lying in this conversation. And that makes me uncomfortable. So, you know, I ended that and he was very upset. Um, but, yeah, but like, that's not cute. If I ask you a question about safety, just be honest. It's, it's really, it's really weird because I'm seeing, I, in my experience, obviously my experience is mostly fucking men, but in the in the experiences where I've talked to other women, like women I was going to maybe be hooking up with in a couple, or maybe hooking up with solo, or just like hanging out with, talking about safety and like getting tested and stuff has never been really that difficult. Like, like, like it just, it just hasn't been. <laughs> so hearing men kind of argue with me about whether or not safety is important or you know, when they got tested, I'm just like, what is the point of lying? You can just go get tested tomorrow. Like, it's not a big deal. But, um, uh, but yeah, um, let's see what else. So, I mean, I, you know, had to end those things because it's just like, I don't understand why, why this is not important. Why to men, uh, or some men anyway, not all men, but for some men, there's this culture of like, there's like stealthing where like they take the condom off in the middle of fucking. There's like, 
trying to trick a woman into having sex without a condom on. It's like, do you realize that you're also putting yourself in danger? Because like, because you don't know what she has. Like, I'm just, <laughs> eh. anyway, um, so I mean, there's also that kink where like that there's like a kink out there where like it's kind of hot to fuck somebody who has an STD. I mean, it's not my kink, but there is a kink like that. So then it's like, I mean, I, I guess, but yeah, that's, you know, it's just, it's just troubling because you, you should be honest about those things so that, you know, then, you know, your partner or whoever you've decided to be honest with can decide whether or not they want to fuck you after that, you know? Um, same thing with revealing STIs and STDs. Um, same thing, you know, you want to make sure that you're being as open as possible because, you know, it's up to them if they want to hook up with you afterwards. And who knows, they might still, <laughs> you know, so it's possible, but you'll never know if you're not honest. Um, let's see, what else is in queue? Oh, gosh, <laughs> expecting people to be just as careless as you are with your safety um, or with, with their safety as you are with yours. Boom, that's how you say it. Um, yeah, that makes me so uncomfortable. Like, in both of those instances where these men were like, you know, were telling me about how they were not being safe, they expected me to be fine with that. Like, <laughs> like they were like really shocked that I was upset that they were you know, not, I guess I wasn't upset, but well, I was upset that the one guy lied to me. The other guy, I was just like, wow, uh, that's shocking. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so yeah, like those are, those are like kind of things that to me can be, can be deal breakers depending on the person and, and depending on the reason, you know, safety is usually a deal breaker, but yeah, sometimes I guess there's exceptions and whatnot. I don't like to say always cause you never know, but usually, um, <laughs> Another thing that's not cute, <laughs> skipping testing, um, avoiding your responsibilities that involve testing, medication, or any of those things, um, avoiding things like state uh, state regulations to wear masks <laughs> to get tested if you are exposed at all, and the most annoying thing to me that is just not cute, girl, or boy, or just not cute <laughs> is the communicate the communication portion of it like if you're gonna be unsafe or risk aware or whatever you want to call it then you have to really stand in that truth there are people out there who will fuck you anyway you just need to give those people those options because it's just so unfair to put somebody else's life in danger just because you know just because you're you're fine with whatever risks you're taking um and I say that as a person who, you know, who has, doesn't have COVID and, and whatever and, you know, hasn't really, hasn't had any STIs, but I know that, like, if I were to have something, I would want someone, to, I wouldn't want to give that to somebody else. And when it comes to Corona, it's the same thing. I don't know what other people are, who other people are going home to. I, I don't know if they have children. They could have, they could live with their aunt who just had a baby. I, I don't know any of those things. And I don't want to put anyone in a position to be harmed. So like, even though I'm young and viable and like, I likely won't die from COVID, but I will likely lose like 30% of my lung capacity and all this kinds of shit. Like, even though I won't die, like drop dead, like, I don't know who the person I'm hooking up with knows or who they're going home to or, or who they're like if they're seeing their grandmother next week like I don't know any of that so I would rather just be as safe as possible and talk about those things and and the communication portion can be difficult 
but we're all adults here so at least we should be we we need to all be adults here in age and also in attitude and maturity like if you're going to have sex then this is a conversation these are the conversations you need to have and this is the conversation you need to have right now because we're in the middle of a pandemic safety should always be like you know safety should always be a conversation whether it's about regular vanilla sex because you know condoms whether it's kink sex because you know risk aware and then you know boundaries and, and limits and all those things and then now that we have to deal with this pandemic then you really need to be careful with just your health in general like you know who knows <laughs> who knows what could happen and and you know how viruses change and grow like who knows and i would just rather be safe than sorry i would hate to hear that somebody i hooked up with their family member died from covid or something and it's like i who, who knows how they could have gotten that you know it's just it's just a whole bunch of things i don't want on my conscience so it's so important to communicate about your safety your risk aware your risks whatever you're willing to to do but also symptoms, if you have them, like, you know, you might be hooking up next week, but if you're starting to cough right now, like, I understand you don't want to, like, give up your date, but, like, is that the best idea for everybody involved? Compassion goes so far, and so does consideration, and it, it goes past you. So, yes, you may be horny. God. God, I'm so, so horny. It's been, it's been okay, two, it's only been two weeks since my last dicking, but, I mean... <sighs> there was a time when I was getting dicked all the time. Just dicks as far as the eye can see. Anyway, wow, what was I talking about? Look at that. I just got distracted so easily. Um, safety. Right? <laughs> so, like, even though I may be horny and so interested in this person, um, if I have a sick, if I have, like, a cough or whatever, and my friends will attest to this. Lou can attest to this because I've mentioned it. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm having a little bit of cough, so I, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to still see you, but, like, I just want you to know. So then it's their decision if they want to risk it and, and invite me over still and have me there. You know, because, you know, my, my playmates are, are people and they're important to me. And I hope that you see your playmates as people who are important to you as well. People that you want to take some type of care for at least in the time that you're with them right um so yeah that's my girl that's not cute segment and, <laughs> and we'll see if that comes back i don't know um i also had a different segment that i was going to either like read an erotic story or erotic poetry and i did actually find a poem if I saved it but I'm not sure let me see if I can find it in the next I've only got like four or five minutes left so I figured let's do it let's fall in love I'm sorry guys sometimes I just sing when I'm looking for things it's ridiculous okay so I looked this up on the internet and this is called 13 steamy erotic poems and I'm gonna find my favorite one and I'm not pretty sure let me just scroll down sexily I'll just do this elevator music while you wait. Okay, so I found it. It's called At the Touch of You by Witter Binner. I hope I didn't say that wrong. At the touch of you, as if you were an archer with your swift hand at the bow, the arrows of delight shot through my body. You were spring, and I the edge of a cliff, and a shining waterfall rushed over me. Super sexy, guys. I thought that was great. Um, and then, hold on. Oh, this one. 
uh, I really like is called Fragment 38 by Sapple or Sapple maybe and it's just you burn me and I thought oh how, how delightful I don't know if I've told you guys but I also write poetry so I'm going to end this episode with a poem that I've written myself and it's called Matter it's literally the only poem of mine that I have memorized matter we are subject matter constantly on the tips of each other's tongues and with that thank you all for coming and talking to me <laughs> for coming <laughs> ah, thank you all for listening and talking to me i'm sorry uh listening to me talk oh goodness it's been a day thank you so much for coming and listening to me talk about safety and being risk aware and caring about yourself. It's another form of self-care, you know, safety. So is brushing your teeth and flossing. Don't don't forget to do that. And um, thank you. I just wanted to make sure you guys under knew that you could find me on tw what is it, Twitter. Yes, Big Black Girls, Small Kink World on Twitter. Same handle on Facebook. Same handle on Instagram. Find me. I've got pictures out there. There may be an OnlyFans link. I don't know. <laughs> just look in there have some fun leave me a message send me an email at bigblackgirlsmallkinkworld.com oh at gmail.com there we go i don't have a website yet soon though guys um and just thank you for stopping by thank you for being a part of my lovely audience i appreciate you guys so much send me any questions any comments i'd love to hear from you and uh with that i'm out Thank you for listening to another episode of Big Black Girl, Small Kink World, and I'll talk to you soon.